welcome to The Breakdown. My name is Mary and I am the host for this podcast today. I'm here with Brock and Josh. How are you guys doing? Great, great, great. Doing well, Mary. How are you? I am am firing on all cylinders, I swear. (laughs) Um, So each week, if this is your first time with us, we take a portion of the weekend teaching at Hope Fellowship. Um, Usually that's a passage of scripture that maybe John talked about or whoever was speaking. And we break it down. Hopefully you learn something new about the Bible. Um, But we're doing something a little special right now. And we're doing a little bit of what I like to call a remix. Remix. Yeah, I was hoping there'd be the sound effects afterwards. That's the best part. (laughs) I need to do it every time. (laughs) And we're calling this Now I Know. Um, The truth is none of us, we, we have it all together. We don't have all the answers by any means, but we wanted just to take time to share our stories and some of the lessons that we've learned that have been big, maybe aha moments or like, oh, now I know I thought this, now I think this. And between the three of us, we really do all have different backgrounds, uh, come from different um, situations, different seasons of lives. And so um, this should be a lot of fun. And today, drum roll, dun, 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 dun. Josh Morgan. Nice. That sounded more like a trumpet roll. I know. A oh, yeah. We should do a different roll. instrument every time. Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'll yeah. try and think of something for the next one. <laughs> um, but Josh, can you give us a little bit of your... Hope history, kind yeah. of what you do at Hope and kind of how you got here. Right, yeah. So I have been at Hope for two years. I'm the grow pastor at the Frisco East campus. And one of the reasons I was so excited about stepping into this role is because uh, helping people grow in their relationship with God is just the most exciting thing to me. I mean, it's just so passionate about it, um, largely in part because of my own uh, relationship with Jesus over the years, uh, seeing, kind of experiencing, quote unquote, like discipleship, learning what that even means, starting to kind of understand some of the misunderstandings about it and whatnot. Yeah. Um, over the last few years, I've been chipping away um, uh, at, a, at a doctorate in discipleship, you know, spiritual mm-hmm. formation and uh, and discipleship. And uh, this past May, I actually finished that up. Woo-hoo. And yeah, and so one of the things that, uh, really continuing to stand out to me about uh, us growing in our relationship with God is how important community is uh, to that, to our spiritual yeah. formation. And uh, and I and I was really excited to have the opportunity to talk about community because I think that that is something that one we're all in it. We all have relationships with other people, uh, but two, I think I think that when it comes to our, our spirituality, us being Christians, um, our involvement with the church. Uh, I think we often kind of misunderstand not only uh, the impact that community has on us in our relationship with God, mm-hmm. but also kind of our role and kind of our individual purposes in community. Yeah. And so John, I had a clarifying question. So when you talk about community, you're talking about relationships with other people, not the show that was on NBC. Oh, yeah. That's a great show, though. Okay. I just want to, because, okay, good, because I was confused. No, no, no. Community. Okay, yes. good. I just want to make sure. Thank you for <laughs> yeah. that clarification. Nope. Community. So uh, typically, in, maybe in the church realm, we would think of like small groups and things like that. But I'm specifically talking about uh, just the people that are in your life, the people you have relationships, relationships with. It yeah. could be your marriage. It could be your family. It could be your friends. It could be Christians. It could be non-Christians. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like uh, this idea of relationships with others is, is a pretty fundamental piece of, um, you know, the, the callings that we have in our lives that God has placed there the way in which scripture tells us to live as Christians. And so it's, it's and pretty it's amazing. Like messy. Like, I feel like anyone that I've talked to about community, like 
there's just so much in it and so much that can kind of get in people's heads about it and and how do I navigate different relationships and all that stuff. So I think it's so nice to bring just a little bit of like what you've learned about that and clarity to that and how, how can we navigate that? Mm, yeah. I think uh, one of the maybe kind of uh, benchmark moments in my life where I really started thinking about this was several years ago. So I've, I would say I've been in some capacity overseeing small groups for, for close to 20 years. And, uh, and a while back, started having this kind of funny thought of like, I, I'm the small group pastor, but I don't really like small groups. <laughs> like there's not a whole, I've never, there's not a whole lot of small groups I've ever been in where I was like, these are, this is great. This is life-giving. I look forward to this, but there also have been those. Yeah. And so, so to, to kind of been a part of them or, or long enough to really start to um, maybe see some of the differences and what those things were. And I'd be willing to bet maybe, maybe the two of you or mm-hmm. other people that are listening have probably have similar experiences as well. Yeah. Cause there's been definitely instances where you're part of a, you're trying to force community yeah. and it feels like, uh, we got to go to this again. And there's other times when you feel like community is just like a, a lifeline to yeah. having peace and hope and joy and, and understanding. And like, it just means everything. And so there really is a fundamental difference when you've experienced both of those things. Yeah. And th- so where my uh, own personal experience kind of went was uh, starting to recognize the differences between say like life-giving or life-sucking groups, Mm. uh, kind of the rhythms that you see when you're just kind of having relationships, you know, you have these various relationships with these, uh, these people. And, uh, and, but then I started seeing there, the similarities, not just in, uh, like church community like that, but also in, again, like maybe within your marriage or or within your family, things like that. And, and then really, understanding more about just the type of relational beings that we are and the kind of relational God that, that God is. Uh, it's, it really is pretty amazing. Yeah. And so I, I read this uh, really great quote uh, several years ago that I think helped me have a, a bit of a mind shift when it comes to thinking about community. So how do I uh, think about other people? How do I relate to other people? Um, you know, how, how, what's their experience maybe with me in relationships mm-hmm. or whatever. And so, uh, it, but the quote was, uh, of all that we value, what is most precious and what is expendable? I thought that was pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Of all that we value. So it's not saying, it's not devaluing any of those things, but of all the things that we value, what is most precious and what is expendable? And now I think I read that from like a, like a teamwork type book. You know, oh, okay. so it was kind of like maybe team building or a leadership type book, and yet it was such a profound uh, quote because <clears throat> it's so easy to think of maybe our mission as Christians, um, the things that like Christ has called us to do. Uh, you know, the one of the verses that we talk about a lot in this podcast is uh, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul. Uh, strength, right? Uh, I probably just botched that, but he continues on and he says, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's a pretty big deal, right? Loving other people, how you love other people. Uh, And so when it comes to this and thinking of that, like how do I love other people of all that we value, what's most precious and what's most expendable. And so if we were to think of like our relationships with other people, think of our community through that filter, it'd Mm -hmm. be really interesting to start seeing kind of what comes out on the other end. Yeah. What like not not diminishing anything that's important or that we find value in, but what is that thing that's ultimately most valuable? The thing that everything else needs to hinge hinge around. So, um, a really helpful verse 
is in Philippians 2. Uh, I think that this helps kind of bring that priority to the surface. And so the apostle Paul wrote this and he says, uh, do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And here's, I think, probably the the crux to this whole uh, topic here, but have this mm-hmm. mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. So having that common mind of Christ mm-hmm. Jesus, the one of like servanthood, the one of like uh, the Father's mission and so on. So you're saying like, this is how we should approach relationships. I think Is that kind of what you're saying? It's for sure that kind of first yeah. level of like filtering all those yeah. all different ways in which we view our relationships with yeah. others. Yeah. yeah. So uh, some people hear this and like, there's this idea here, and Josh, if you wouldn't mind tackling it for just a moment, like considering others better than yourselves or considering the needs of, of others above your own. So when you think about community, what is when you hear that verse, what does that spark in your brain? Well, for so personally, uh, again, I, I, I don't know if, if y'all do this, but when you have those kind of benchmark kind of paradigm shifting moments in your life, mm-hmm. I can almost envision where I was, like what I was doing, the room I was in. I mean, it's pretty pretty powerful moments. And I remember uh, something was, there was something that, that my wife was upset about, maybe like a family issue or something. You know, she was, it was, it was a difficult thing. And, and I remember uh, kind of stepping into quote unquote help to kind of like fix it and, and thinking like, and then kind of, you know, resolving or whatever. And then thinking like, oh, like I'm, that's, I'm being servant hearted, you know, I helped Says out. Says every husband out there in the world. Is, <laughs> that, is, is that something you can relate to? And we've gone to Medlin again. <laughs> Medlin, Josh, back to Medlin. You. Yeah, Medlin. Josh, back to you. The, the difference though about this particular instance was thinking back on that, kind of in that, around that same time, I, it was really interesting. It was like the Lord helped me understand I wasn't helping uh, to make her feel better. Her feeling bad was making me feel bad. And if I could somehow fix it, then I wouldn't have to feel bad anymore. So it really wasn't about her. It wasn't about what was going on. It was about me. Yeah. Uh, and even if I didn't fix it, actually resolve anything, if I could just somehow shut the convo down, uh, then I could kind of uh, rationalize how I went about it or whatever, because I because it made me feel better. Yeah. And so, well, and so coming back to this first, then I mean, I would say that's the epitome of selfish ambition. I wasn't considering her. I wasn't thinking about her feelings or her needs. I was very much thinking about myself and my my selfish ambition was to feel better. And so even though it looked like maybe I was trying to help, I, I was really just trying to help myself. So you're saying in some ways community can make us more like Jesus? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's kind of a wacky concept, Josh. You come know, on. I would, I would even go out on a limb and say community is the context in which we will grow to be more like Jesus. Because it is so easy to isolate. Oh my gosh, And you don't have to deal with negative emotions, negative thoughts, people, pet peeves, other things that people have, but then you get around other people and all of a sudden you're confronted with all these different ways of thinking, different ways of doing things, different behaviors, bad behaviors, good behaviors, and you're confronted with all these things where then you have an opportunity to be like Jesus, which Philippians is asking us to do. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, they resist because of those challenges and, and, and almost there's this idea 
Um, and I'm not saying it's a wrong idea necessarily, but that self-care of like, well, where is that line in our relationships, in our communities where we can, or the community we find ourselves in where we're saying, okay, I'm, I'm self-serving or, or, or not self-serving. I'm being selfless in my, my view of community, but where is that where it's also like that self-protection at the same time, but a healthy self-protection? Where, where have you navigated a little bit of that and how, how would you kind of respond to that? Yeah, I, and I would be interested to hear what Brock has to say about this too with his experience with uh, regeneration and stuff like that. But I, I definitely think, I, it sounds kind of like we're talking about is healthy parameters and things like yeah, that. And Absolutely. Boundaries yeah, boundaries. Because- and not going too far into like a, well, I'm, not about me, so I'm just no. gonna suck it up and yeah. I, I, put I myself really in think, the situation. I think that, like, we have these kind of God given desires that get hijacked by sin all the time. Yeah. And so, even the people that are incredibly, uh, like, others centered, um, sin can still take that, distort that, you know, hijack it, run mm-hmm. amok. And so, you still have to, um, I mean, I'm no expert in this field by any means, but I'm assuming that's when you get into the territories of like codependency and things like that. And yeah. that's not good. And that's not healthy community. That Yes. So that even the heart bent towards something like that still needs uh, to be redeemed by the Lord. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and I think about, I think about this and I go, thank God that, that Jesus uh, was, he didn't go about everything the way in which I would have. Mm-hmm. He w- he went about it in the way that like that he needed to, that he wanted to, and and so that was. Mm-hmm. If you continue reading in this passage, you know, he didn't. E- even though he was in the form of God, it says he didn't count equality with God a thing to be grasped. I mean, he was God in flesh, and didn't you know kind of like throw that around. And yet, that's my I I struggle with that temptation all the time. You know, to like, to want to do my own thing, to want to get my own way, to like think that I know best or whatever. Uh, it goes on and it says, you know, he he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And then it goes on and being found in human form, he humbled himself. You know, like the one who deserves our exaltation, our adoration, our praise, our worship, he actually humbled himself even to the point of death, death on a cross. Yeah. And I think as you say that, it's like, I always picture like, like my emotional health is like a well, like it's full of water. Yeah. And when it's really good, it's sloshing at the top, the water <laughs> is. But what happens is things happen in life and that water starts to go down pretty low and it gets mm. really low, can be scraping on the bottom. That's when trouble yeah. is typically yeah. happening. And so I think being in community is so important for our water to be our health. We have to be healthy mm-hmm. because we are dealing with negative emotions, negative, negative events. But the whole purpose of being healthy is not to say, look, I got all this water in my tank. Yeah. It's to learn to love other people well. That's the purpose. And that's the gospel. And so, like, there's this weird, delicate balance mm. of taking care of ourselves so that we can be in community yeah. and love other people well and take those instances like you were talking about with your wife that I can still be there for her and not just think about my own needs because, oh, man, my water's not full. I can't take care <laughs> of her right yeah. now. So, But maybe you've been drinking a lot of water, and so it's a different kind of water <laughs> yeah. being oh, my- full. But <laughs> just something to think about. So. That, i got to throw this in, but one of the— f- just cutest things ever. My little boy's almost three. And uh, before nap time or before bed, you know, he drinks a big bottle of, of milk. And then if he's not mm-hmm. ready to go sleep, he runs around and he just sloshes around and sloshes around. It's really funny. And it made me think of that. Oh, to be a child. I know. So we want to be sloshy with milk as community. Yeah. I just, <laughs> and he's so happy. So what a great right image. Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I want to, cause I want to take that back to even that quote earlier about of all that we value, what's most precious and what's, expendable uh, because because now in the context of community if 
if the thing that's the most valuable to me is my relationship with Jesus, honoring him, worshiping him by serving others and, and so on and so forth, then that's going to, uh, that's going to impact the way in which we uh, relate with other people. Yeah. That's going to, that's going to begin to transform like the motivations uh, that we have with our relationships. Uh, so even the things that are good, they're not going to trump the thing that's the most valuable, you know? And so like friendships are good, uh, but, uh, and I, and then there's things that I think that, that we need from like our relationships with other people. God's very gracious that he designed it, relationships in a way that we get to feel and experience his love by being loved by other people. I mean, that's really, that's really amazing. Yeah. But um, if we prioritize the love of other people above his love or our love for him, it gets out of whack. Yeah. It gets turned on its head and we start trying to be filled up, you know, the whole sloshing around thing mm -hmm. by the love of other people. And, and neither party was ever meant to like function in that way. And so mm -hmm. we're left wanting, we're left feeling maybe like shallow or bitter or whatever. And, um, and because the only one that could ever fill us up in that way would be Jesus. So in a lot of ways, community is, us getting some, there's some fulfillment in that because we're, yeah. you know, doing what Jesus has to do. But it's, it's also taking a more mature perspective, I think, is what you're really yeah, pushing us to like do. And not maturity. just think about what I get out of community. Yeah. But this yeah. is a place for me to give. And this is a place for me to be like Jesus in yep. community. And so mm -hmm. if we don't have that community, it's going to be difficult to have those real opportunities to be like Jesus. Yeah. Which is where the rubber meets the road. Absolutely. I would say that's even, if there's one thing that we could take away from our discussion today, it would be really what would it look like if that's how i entered into my relationships what if what if i proactively engaged other people with this mindset of i'm going to think about them the way jesus does i'm going to serve them the way jesus does uh, i'm not looking to get things from them i'm not trying to use them to whatever ends you know for my selfish ambitions like we read about earlier but i'm going to uh, i'm going to uh, rejoice if they're rejoicing. I'm going to weep if they're weeping. If it's heavy, I'm going to bear the burden with them. Uh, yeah. And it's a one, not only does that begin to transform those relationships, but I think then it begins to also transform who we are because we see the Lord providing within circumstances that we didn't think he was going to be able to. That why else would we avoid pain and suffering of others? Why else would we try to fix stuff? Because we think, oh, that's the way to like peace of mind or joy or whatever. And yet when we see him fulfilling us amidst that in ways that we can mm -hmm. never understand, that's powerful. And that takes our yeah. faith to a whole new level. Yeah, for sure. I remember for me, like before I got into church and stuff, like I, I jumped in, but I didn't feel like I liked people. I was like not a people person. Like I just thought, oh, like I like, God and I like these things, but people not so much. I think a lot of us have like kind of that mindset, but I found that it was from my love. And I feel like this is what you're saying, like from my love for Jesus, he started transforming me to love people. And one of the things I used to tell a lot of the volunteers that I would lead uh, is this one verse, and I can't remember the exact reference. Maybe we can get it in the show notes, um, but it's that those that refresh others will they themselves be refreshed. Mm. And I think that that's kind of this mystery of community and, and the mission that God calls us to saying like, hey, like, you, in in serving and letting yourself go and, and giving yourself to people and being like Jesus, there is so much fulfillment still. So it's not like, hey, you're not going to be fulfilled. It's it's in 
like putting that stuff down and, and serving others and loving others and finding that relationship and that community that you do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's been, that's probably one of the key differences I've seen between really healthy, successful small mm-hmm. groups and the ones that they struggle, they kind of fizzle out, yeah. whatever. People are in them are frustrated or feel, you know, disconnected or whatever. Yeah. Is the 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 one that is healthy, like the one I would say this is like a good example of like a healthy Christian community. There's at least some people in there who they think of this community as this is where I serve. This is where I give. I'm on mission here. It's something along those lines. Um, they're not approaching it as this is where I receive. This is this mm-hmm. is where I go to get filled up or whatever. And and yet, even though they're pouring out, like to your point, there's this filling up that happens that is is really beyond anything I think you would have expected in the first place, which yeah, is so incredible. For sure. And so as we close this one, I think I think this is like a, a tough, honestly, in a, in a way, a tough thing to hear because so many people resist community and and have all these boundaries and different things around like expectations of what it should be like or what what you should do within it. And I think it's just so encouraging to know like, hey, as I take these steps and I, I trust this. So, so I would encourage you guys to, you know, take those steps, whether that is not necessarily in a small group, you know, it, does, it doesn't have to be about that, like you said, but really taking that step of just serving and loving people and seeing, um, working, walking out your faith in that way and seeing how fulfilling community can be. And so that was great. Now, now we know, now we know mm-hmm. community. So thanks for joining us today. Join us next week for The Breakdown. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Breakdown. You know, it's our hope that you've learned something new about God's Word for the sake of knowing God and taking one step in your journey to the center of God's purpose for your life. If you're wanting to keep the discovering going, which we hope you are, you can check out past episodes at hopefellowship.net slash podcasts or by searching The Breakdown on Spotify or any other streaming platform. And don't forget, please leave us a review. We'll see you guys next time for another episode of The Breakdown.